Lime, duh. Ah, 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 ah. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo. Bro. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host, with a noche, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. A.k.a. Uh, Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. I love myself. Around much more. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, duh, duh, <laughs> A.K.A. the modern day Goof Haraja. Shuts your heart. Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba gabba wee gabba gabba gay gabba gabba Oh yeah, this girl, she is mine and uh, uh, uh. <coughs> She's fine What up Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy spicy wrestling reactions We got a big episode today Remember, you can cash in and get your opinion on the show You leave us a voicemail at 316 316- 530-2429-316. blow my mind. Gabba, 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 we gabba, gabba, gay, gabba, yeah, gabba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember, this podcast uh, has a Patreon. You can support us. This podcast is grassroots. We need your support. If you like Cow Podcast and uh, you want you want it to keep going, you don't want it to fucking, I don't know, maybe a nose snaps his thing, fingers and then we get Thanos. Who knows? Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling and you get access to our bonus episodes right now. We have a new bonus episode right now. Come out at the $5 tier. Um, and it is an AEW Mike Skills episode. I went through the AEW roster and watched all the best promos of, of uh, the, the AEW roster. Uh, we're celebrating the AEW TV deal. So you can check that out. Also, remember, we're pushing to 200. So every fifth patron i'm mailing free cowmania shirts to every time we get five patrons um and also you get a free sticker join you get a our aw cow tribute sticker right now and actually you get our old classic original cow uh nwo style sticker also as another quick plug Check out my wife, Jamie Lee's podcast, which is out now called uh, Couldn't Help But Wonder. It's a Sex in the City podcast. It's on the Forever Dog Network, and uh, it just launched on Tuesday. Check it out. If you're a Sex in the City, Mark, uh, you're going to love it. Uh, I actually was helping her. Uh, you know, when we were talking about the show, I helped her out a little bit to uh, come up with it. So if you like my style here, there's a touch of that in there. Uh, hey, last thing now. I want to make sure I get this in here. So... On Monday, we're going to be putting out a bonus cow lifestyle podcast episode. Uh, I, I'm calling it the cow lifestyle episodes on the main free feed. It'll come out on Monday. So Monday, you're like, you got to wait all the way to Thursday to get an episode of cow. No, you're going to get a free one on Monday. And I think we're going to continue to 
um, do this. So what it is, we're going to put out some episodes that are not necessarily about professional wrestling. Obviously, professional wrestling will leak its way into it. It uh, We never not talk about pro wrestling and how it applies to life. Uh, but this episode, I... Uh, 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 but I've been getting a lot of messages from you guys um, that you enjoy when we kind of go off topic and we talk about other things. A lot of people dig. A lot of people, many, many people, like when we talk about uh, Star Wars and health and mental fitness. And and, 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 and so we're going to put out these episodes. Everyone, you know, every man, I don't know exactly when they're going to come out, but they'll come out free, our cow lifestyle episodes, and they'll be about a topic. Our topic on Monday for our episode, which is free and doesn't affect the main episode, the main episode still comes out on Thursday, um, will be um, fitness and physical health. And uh, Newman and myself have uh, both went through some uh, physical uh, transformations, if you will, in recent history and uh, uh, recently. And you guys have been sending us messages asking about, uh, you know, how we did it and saying that, you know, you felt you felt like it helped you. So I was like, hey, why don't we just make that episode? So just remember, people, these are just bonus episodes. You're getting more cow content. And they don't affect the main episode. And this is based on your feedback and people saying you like when we kind of talk about other things. So there, there, uh, there, there you go. We're all three-dimensional people, and I feel like this is a way for you to learn other aspects of us and also how professional wrestling affects our lives because that is one of the most interesting things here is how we shoehorn wrestling into (laughs) everything that we do uh also we're gonna do all the patreon shout outs for may we'll be at the end of this episode if you're a patron i'm gonna read your name on here and uh and uh yeah that's it all right hey let's get into it as always to my front nasty newman in studio how about it Nice. All right. Now give me the full how about it, but I'll take it. I'll take it. And we have an amazing special guest in studio. I'm real excited to have him here. Uh, uh, Hilarious comedian. Uh, He's going to be at AEW, uh, Double or Nothing, basically the whole... Basically the whole weekend doing shows. Thursday night, you got a stand-up show. What time is that? Where is that? Uh, 8.30? I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah, I didn't know where it is either. Uh, but you can check that out. And then also Friday night, you're going to be roasting Ric Flair, which I'm going to talk to you about. And also you're doing a Get High and Watch Wrestling uh, with Xbox. Also Friday night, Double or Nothing weekend. Tons of stuff. Plus, you can watch a special Giggle Fit on uh, Comedy Central. Yeah. Ron Funches in studio. Thank you. You you warned me that your your intro was going to be very elaborate, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's the warning did not help. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. It's uh it's this thing that like, you know, you know, like a rolling stone, you know, like it started small, it's been going mm-hmm. and then it just it keeps getting bigger, it keeps getting bigger and uh, the people like it, you know? So Wait, in your mind? Does the Rolling Stone gathering moss metaphor yeah. mean that it's rolling down a hill, picking up moss, getting yeah. bigger and bigger yeah, until yeah, it's yeah. a big moth? Is that moss? wrong? Is that I, mean, wrong? I think that's a little bit wrong. It's a little wrong, yeah. Is wrong? What is it? What is it? Well, it's that a Rolling Stone <laughs> gathers no moss. Oh, yeah. So it's just a stone rolling oh, down a hill. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you think of like a snowball or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. No, should you turn my headphones up a little bit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turn my headphones a little bit up? Okay. Oh, the snowball? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely think of a snowball. Yeah, well, I'm a dumb motherfucker, so Ron, that's your first thing you're going to know. Can we edit that out of notion? No? All right, it's staying in. I'm sorry. It's no unfortunate. It's got to stay in. Ron, I'm pumped to have you here, okay? Now, uh, I feel like 
you're a guy who I'm friends with, but we're not friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, it's Ron. Like, so I saw you at a party, mm-hmm. and we were in a like a big banquet hall, and you were sitting, uh, you were sitting there eating eating some food, and I was like, it's Ron. I'm like, I gotta talk to him about wrestling, but in my mind, we're friends, but we're not, right? Like I said. But then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. And then we went over and we, and we chopped it up. And it was a nice time. And then I got you here on this pod because of that. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard. I <laughs> know, you're very approachable. I'm saying it like you're not a, like someone I shouldn't approach. But I just meant it, uh, like when someone is a comedian and a wrestling fan, in my mind, we're friends already. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, we most of us wrestling. are all like acquaintances anyway. And, and, right. And we just see each other in passing. But especially if we both watch wrestling, then, then it's a... Kindred, kindred, you know, just kindred spirits is always said like to me. It's like you know, like the Jesus fish holding up a two sweet or something. Yeah. If they throw up the other half, then you, you're like, oh, okay, I'm safe. Right, it's safe I, to to tell my feelings and, my, and what I like. There is a real nice thing. There's a nice thing where you're like, you know, someone's a mark. You know, would you describe yourself as a mark? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I I take that as a term of endearment, but some people. They don't like it, you know? Well, it's not a good term. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean anymore, you know, like a mark? I'm always like... It means someone that they feel that they could grill for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in that way, I definitely am a mark. We were just talking about waiting for my shop zone, my WB shop, my Planet's Champion shirt, which hasn't showed up. Ordered it like three weeks ago. Anyway. Yeah, these shirts are getting horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you, yeah I, sometimes, I, I, well, uh, in terms of merch, you do a lot of merch? Uh, as far as buying merch. Yeah, you from, buy merch? Um, I like, yeah, but usually I just buy a lot of, like, um, like I got this Mortis shirt that I got, but oh, that's yeah. just yeah. like, you know, I buy a lot of new old stuff. It's like people just re-releasing older right. wrestlers. or Yeah, I tend to just wear things from the people who I grew up loving. There might be a couple of current. Uh, superstars who stuff I don't mind wearing but right. for the most part like yeah the way that they they you know they style them and the way they they produce them like they're fucking the clothes you get on the Jersey Shore or <laughs> then at Venice yeah. Beach right where it's just like big bold letters and like they're just to make them as cheap as possible so they're not as sty- all the older ones are a little bit more stylish so I kind of go go for that sometimes I spend way too much money on them but what's the most expensive piece of merch you bought on here how much did it cost tell everyone <laughs> that does that seems like a <laughs> no, rude thing to talk no, about no no you don't say you don't say you don't say I was saying this joke but I'm saying what is like the the what 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 is the piece like right now I got I have the planet I have the Daniel Bryan uh the wood belt mm-hmm. that that I got that sitting in my in my cart it's four hundred dollars and I can't pull the trigger on it because I keep being like I mean I, I haven't even held this thing I don't know if it comes and I'm like this thing is a piece of shit you yeah. know what I mean uh but I'm like that that but that level like I want to buy I'm always I'm always in merch purchase purchase mode merchis merchises merchis merch gotta make mm-hmm. merch like Rolling yeah. Stone right right that applies there yeah sure yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> no but was there a piece of merch you need you had to get that you like found it well I've been buying a lot of action figures lately I've been buying, yeah. going through on ringside collectibles or whatever and 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 just getting just getting not. I kind of stopped myself from going back and buying the the old bouncy little Hasbro's because they're yeah. so spendy. They usually start at about a hundred dollars each, mm-hmm. and and go up way much from there. And so I just kind of buy those just the elites or, or whatever. Right. And I got a fair amount of those, and then I have a couple of t-shirts. Like I have Bubba a shirt that Bubba Ray Dudley used to own. I have one of those Dudley that's awesome shirts and. 
And then my, I mean, the robe for my special. That's probably the most expensive piece of yeah. wrestling merchandise. So that, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I want to talk about that. So the, the robe, where, where'd you get that robe? Is got, that an actual flare robe? No, it's not a flare robe. It's just made by the guy who designs robes for the WWE currently. Like yeah. he makes, he makes roots. Roods, yeah, Charlotte's, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Those are that's gorgeous. And so, for people who haven't seen it, and you should check it out. Check out Ron's special, Giggle Fit. It's you hilarious. Get it everywhere, iTunes, Amazon, any place you could buy it, you get it. Five bucks or less. Yeah. Check it out. It's awesome. You talk about the Rock. Uh, we talk a bunch about professional wrestling and some weed talk also. Uh, so, but talk about, look, look directly at me when you said that. He's well, yeah. You guys are kindred spirits in that way. <laughs> yeah, there's a dispensary right. Here. No, I'm high right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Are you high right now? Of course. Okay. I'm the opposite of high. I'm jacked up on coffee. I'm like, tell me, what'd you spend? (laughs) 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 How much did it cost? (laughs) uh, But no. (laughs) But like, so the for people who haven't seen the special, you enter wearing the Ric Flair. Actually, Ric Flair is in the entrance of your uh, uh, special, which I'll ask you about next. But the robe, you enter wearing like a flare robe. So did you know the whole time you'd enter as a pro wrestler? Uh, I mean, once I knew... I mean, that was kind of the premise overall, yeah. I mean, yeah. I had the premise that I wanted to have Ric Flair involved, and and when I came up with that sketch, I was like, I got to come out in his robe, my initials match, so that makes sense. Right. And it was just like, I want to have... I knew it was going to come out on Comedy Central and not be you know, on Netflix and have something where some people would have to purchase it and not right. be able to just, you know, just click and check it out. So I wanted to have things that set me apart. So I was like, I need a, I want to, if I never get another special, what would I want? And I was like, I would want a big ass wrestler entrance. Uh, they turned me down on my pyro, but I got- <laughs> really, did you ask? For, that's honestly a question I have written here. Did you ask for pyro? Yeah, I want pyro, <laughs> but the b- building wasn't big enough. Did Vince turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wanted pyro, but it was gonna be too spendy, and um, you know, only Kevin Hart gets pyro. Yeah, and so um, but you'll I, get pyro, man. Yeah, you're gonna have pyro. And I just got the robe, and then it all worked out for the best. It really came together as kind of this cohesive package, right? Who uh, uh, the suit was beautiful. Thank you that you wore underneath. Thank you uh, very much. That's uh, that had like a flare vibe to it, also to me. That's part. See, like I, it's just when I saw your the way you entered for your special, I was like, "This is exactly." I'm like, "This is exactly what I would do." Uh, I probably go more. Well, what would I enter? I pro- I'd want to go more like Stone Cold. Probably, mm-hmm. I'd probably like be chugging a bunch of beer, but then I'd be covered. I'd be soaking wet. Yeah, it's still pretty fun. Be like Burt Kreischer, come yeah. out shirtless, covered in beer. Yeah, it'd be great. Um. So, yeah. So you got flair. You you had flair to do the intro, mm-hmm. right? So was that was that uh was that a, was that part of the plan all along? Was it a difficult process? Uh, it's just a hope again, just trying to set myself apart, yeah, and and, and really just d- dive into what I love, and kind of was a basis off of them, kind of like when I was pitching it to to Netflix and stuff and they were like oh we just kind of see what well, if we do a half hour and I was like oh I don't really kind of see I already did a half hour it didn't seem that challenging to right. me I want to 
do a challenge. And, and then they were like, well, what if we did it in a wrestling ring? And I was like, oh, you're kind of like mocking me. You're mm. kind of making fun. You don't, I'm not some novelty. I'm not Ron the wrestling comedian. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to just talk about the things I love. And so instead of kind of, it kind of made me um, embolden me and made me want to be like, I want to really embrace what I love. And yeah. I, and um, I had met Rick a year prior at WrestleMania through 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 Pac, at, um, and and he had saw some of the things I'd done. And, and on at midnight, I had dressed up as him, and and, and so he was like. And, and, and I didn't think anything from that I've come to learn with Ric Flair is that he loves the people that love him. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, and I completely understand it because he's the best. He and he gets the best. respect and you still like, but, but if you ask people who don't know anything about wrestling, the first person that comes to their mind is Hulk Hogan, you know? Yeah. So there's always that little bit of like, no, I'm the best. And so when people know he's the best, he kind of like really likes that. Right. And so... Um, and then I just fr- became friends with Conrad through just going to wrestling events and listening to his podcast and um, kind of uh, not he- I wouldn't say I helped him at all, but like I introduced him to a couple of uh, um, you made him okay. <laughs> just say it here, own it. No, not at all. Not at all. But he was just trying to do live shows, and I knew a couple of co- um, comedy clubs that I thought would be open to it, and I just you know made an introduction for something to wrestle with when yeah, they were starting, when yeah, they were starting awesome. to do something like. So we just kind of became friends through that, yeah. and just talking about entertainment and. Uh, so I had the idea and I wrote the sketch for Flair to be in it and I just kind of texted Conrad and I was like, do you think he would be interested in this? We could probably get a budget for him or whatever. And then he was like, oh, we're at a football game right now. I'm right next to him. Oh, shit. Like, That's awesome. Him. And he was like, he's, he, I was like, I'll send the script or whatever. And before I could even send the script, he was like, he says he's in. And I was yeah. like. <laughs> That's a cool thing about wrestlers in general, I feel like. Wrestlers, every time I meet a wrestler and like, like our, our podcast, we have like this hand symbol. You know what I mean? Like they're always cool. They throw it up. They'll do anything. They're always they're so. I think most, not every single wrestler, obviously, but the, all the major ones I've uh, had on the podcast here, they're so nice, appreciative, and like they're appreciative is the mm-hmm. thing, and they're fun. They don't like care. they take themselves real seriously, but they also understand what wrestling is, mm-hmm. which is that like they mean a lot to us. Their characters mean a lot to us. I find that I'm not surprised you said yes right away. You know what I mean? It's like a cool. Th- so, all right, here's my question for you. I I, uh, uh, I notice like as a, a stand up, like I watch your specials, awesome, uh, and and I've seen you on stage before, and uh, we did a show recently. We did Ziggler show together uh, in New York. I, I notice I, when I'm doing stand-up, I kind of, like, find that wrestling affects the way I perform. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think there's an th- attitude of, I come on stage and I'm kind of like, hey, I'm the man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I think directly comes from wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there's not that many, there's not, there's not that many comedians, I feel like, who actually do it. Uh, and I feel like you're one of them. And I was curious if you ever thought about that, if, like, wrestling affects the way you perform comedy. I mean, we talked. I think we talked about that a bit at the party. Wrestling kind of just affects the way oh, I went view, right into that. <laughs> view life in general. You mm-hmm. know, it's yeah. like it kind of helps. People are always 
the thing that they mock it about is about like you know like oh you guys don't it's predetermined and they're not really nailing each other with those chairs and, right. but it's just like to find that we see behind the veil and we enjoy that aspect even still and also then we the whole meta of the behind the scenes stuff and um, it's just like I think it kind of makes you then look at the the world that way it makes you more curious in that regard and as far as I mean stand up for sure it helps me with my character I, I tell my girlfriend that and when when I was promoting my special and sometimes I would get like I would get into this thing where I was like okay like would I have loved my special come out on Netflix yeah but it didn't so now I kind of have to be in this position where I'm like you fucked up you made a mistake you yeah. let the biggest star in the world go <laughs> yeah. and so I had to kind of tweet like that and do my stories like that and then and my girl would kind of get a little upset and she'd be like you're gonna make it so they don't want to work with you and I'm like no like if, if they're gonna know and if they feel like if one guy gets mad that's fine but if anything they're just my name is getting out more right. and I and this is the position I have to play I, go, I tell her I go baby it's all wrestling it's all kayfabe yeah. I don't really care this much you know like do i care a little bit that much yeah <laughs> because that's what fuels it right yeah heat, but, baby yeah but yeah. i take that and i push it and so the same thing in the special the same thing me coming out as rick flair and with him in the special was a subtle way of me going like look guys i'm here and, and i'm the man I like yeah. you said like I'm here I'm the man at the, I'm not like you can like different styles as whatever like if you like that if you like that East Coast WWE shit that Netflix shit <laughs> yeah. go get it that people who already retired from comedy shit go get it but down <laughs> south down here where I live <laughs> yeah. I'm the man yeah. yeah that's exactly what I'm talking about that 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 kind of vibe which is like you have to. I mean, God, the amount of times me and my wife, where I go, like, it's all wrestling. Like, mm -hmm. where I'm like, that's wrestling. That's heat. You should, you're upset about this thing. That's just heat. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, a, attention, you know? And we were just having that conversation before. It, it does, it is a weird thing where you're saying, oh, you're like, oh, Comedy Central or whoever, they want to put you in a wrestling ring. Oh, he just, he likes wrestling. He like, like, it's uh, like you, like it's your bar mitzvah theme or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, no, no, no. This affects our mindset, like how how we approach entertainment, seeing how wrestling entertainment can manipulate our minds. It's 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 fascinating because when you break down wrestling, right, like it is it is a scripted fight. But there are times we buy into it and completely pull ourselves away mm -hmm. from that. And 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 that, I think, is like magic. Yeah, the mm -hmm. best to do. It. I mean, the last time I think that happened for me live was a. Uh watching uh adam cole and johnny gargano at, oh, at takeover God. where yeah. i was like i'm like i'm pretty sure johnny i mean Tom, tomaso's hurt and hey so he has no reason to be on the main roster anymore so obviously he's gonna win the thing and they were gonna have the title match anyway so he's gonna win right. and then but then by the third fall i'm just like i don't know <laughs> i don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that is a crazy thing with wrestling that i can never get through to the the, the plebs you know it's like i can never get through to like random people like yeah 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 they already know who's gonna win but like I don't know right yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean like I don't know who's gonna win like there are real there are real stakes to this this there's a serious long lineage of whoever wins that title belt and like this is a career making moment for this guy and we don't know but yeah. people are just like no I don't know, because it's scripted on it's like it's not trying to be that and I, and I always make the next point which is that winning have 
having a right writers unanimously agree to script you as the winner is more impressive to me than sometimes than just being born with natural talent. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know get a group of writers to agree on anything. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know how it is. So it's like amazing that they're all like, "Well, we have to give it to that guy." And then sometimes that guy's five eight. Yeah, that's like magic. Uh, Anyway, so did I convince you to like wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, 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 you had a joke while talking about fucking The Rock. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's I found that really fun. Another reason why I thought we were friends but not friends is, uh, that's the thesis of this app, guys. <laughs> is, uh... uh, me and my buddies when we were younger, <laughs> when we go to watch The Rock during the Attitude Era, you know? Our, our joke started like... It started because The Rock spit in our direction one time when we were in like the front <laughs> row. We were like like in like the eighth row or something. He spit like he spit land on somebody. You remember in the attitude? There's a lot of spitting into oh, the yeah. crowd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're bringing it back lately. <laughs> yeah, who's been spitting? A lot of spit. Andy guys on the East Coast. Oh yeah, on the East Coast, there's a lot of spitting and blood and light tubes. Yeah, and I'm not just I'm not saying I hate it. I like <laughs> some of it, but like I get worried about attending live events. One uh, the last time, oh. Had blood land like this close to me. Hated it. That oh bl- wow! I've never had. I've never had. I've never been close to uh, a fluid. I don't think. But I did. Uh, I, 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 I did, when a lot of times on those super kicks, they they're spitting a shit ton mm-hmm. to sell that the chin got hit. But I uh, uh, the rock spit in our direction. And then the big thing, we were like, yo, would you catch that in your mouth from The Rock? Uh-huh. <laughs> it started as that. We we're like, would you do it? Like, And we we're all like, yeah, 100%. He's The Rock. What, well, you're not going to catch? And we're like, it's, I mean, thinking back, this is disgusting. But then it, and then it morphed into the thing where it was like, I mean, come on. If I'm going to bang any dude, it's got to be The Rock. <laughs> like, That's like teenage guy talk, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 I felt, then it's so funny. You had a joke about that, which was essentially the same thing, which was like, if, if it's going to be any guy, it's The Rock. He's lying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was just mostly about how, like, he is basically walking around like the as He Man, as a cartoon of a man, right. or what yeah. a man should be, and, and and he's just like generally like. I love him. He's great. Like you, I look up to him. I want to be like him. Yeah. And he's the absolute baby face. The girls want to be with him. Guys wish they were him. Yeah. And and. and I just like wanted to talk about that. (laughs) I think that's great because, like, man, when you have a not only, I mean, come on, being doing the football and then being broke, then getting into wrestling, and then people being like, oh, you're not going to make it. And then he becomes the best at wrestling. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to be an actor. And people act like they were all for the rock acting in the beginning. Most people were like, no, he's going to fucking suck. He's going to eat it and he's going to be horrible. And then they're like, okay, he's a scorpion king. But that's that's all he's going to be is some like Arnold Schwarzenegger type guy. But then he's in Be Cool. He's in all these other yeah. movies just learning, getting better. And then he has a production company with his ex-wife. Yeah. How do you do that as a <laughs> human being being constant contact all the time with your ex-wife? I got ex-wife. I know I could not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just all these things. And then you find out like, oh, he bought Haku a truck. Yeah. Like, you know, that's just all these things where you go like, 
like the rock is perfect he is amazing he is the beyonce for boys and i want it and now you hear people talk about it. i saw on the rock's instagram where he saw where he said glenn close called me the beyonce for men and and then the other people call him for beyonce for men and now people are like oh it's a thing that people are saying it and so i got it on fucking tape that shit is dated uh, yeah. yeah no I, I that's why yeah beyonce for boys is a great way to put it uh the, 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 the rock he is like oper- he's vibrating on another like frequency I try like I really try to like live like the I'm very inspired by him I try to live like him and I, fa- I fall so far beneath you know what I mean? Like he works out at four a.m. I work out at like eight a.m. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a big gap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's, he, but he sets the bar so high, and and then I I can't help but always equate that to pro wrestling. Like it's to if you're gonna, it's not, it's just not a coincidence to me that the best professional wrestler of all time. I say this like in my in my joke, my stand up, my wrestling stand up jokes are like, is like. Uh, it, 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 it's not a coincidence to me. The best guy of all time would be the best wrestler. If you could do that, you could do anything else, mm-hmm. right? You, you have so many crowns of talent. Yeah, like he's great char- charisma, jacked up. Uh, you know, uh, athletic. Uh, yeah. you know, live a live theater performer. Yeah, well, also- I, I didn't really get. It. I mean, I, I definitely don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. But I I went to school. I went to Santino Brothers down in the Bell Gardens for a few months, and th- that was the first thing that I could put together. And that was the only thing I was good at was actually like locking up and making it seem like we were in a fight because I would I would growl, I would push people around because yeah. I would go like, oh, okay, it's acting. Mixed with gymnastics, mixed with like just like actual grappling, and right. I'm good at one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so I was okay at like selling on things, but like the rest of it, I was not good at. Yeah. But like when you take that, that is such a like. That's why even great wrestlers sometimes are only good at one or two of those things. Right, and you can be great. You can be a great. With a limited uh, limited skill set, but you can't be the best the guy, yeah, and like the to be man. the guy, right? Yeah, that's I trained. I I, I, t- I did a month at Santino Brothers. I was doing a Funny or Die series there, where I was like training, and I beat the shit out of me. Another, uh, you know, yeah. I, I did hard. four weeks of pro wrestling training, and I was like it, dead. Yeah, I had the, the ropes on my all back the time. Oh. So many squats. What was the most squats they made you do at one time? I mean, they they were doing like air squats. I did like I don't know, like it would be like they'd just be like do one fifty, like mm. stuff like that. Oh, they were light on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've done more than that, uh, uh, but then I think they were nice to me because it was the first four weeks. Yeah, no, they were trying to like make people drop out. Oh yeah. One I day imagine. we just came in and they were just like, just do squats, and then and then they they tricked you. They were like, we're gonna do the one fifty, which is the normal amount that we've been doing right. was one fifty. Yeah. And then they were like, you guys aren't together enough. Another fifty, and then we kept going. Wow. And then they're like, still aren't you guys aren't doing it together? Another fifty, and they stopped us at three fifty to where people three fifty's nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the end of it, it wasn't. Squats, you know, I'm just like, uh, yeah, <laughs> making motions. That's awesome. But that was, yeah, that was that's crazy. awesome. You did that though. So anyway, look, we, we got to talk about some wrestling, some some wrestling stuff because I want to get your takes on this. And it's sure. actually kind of like a, and and I and I also have some health uh, health and wellness stuff I want to talk to you about, but we might have to push that to another app. But uh uh uh, uh so. You're coming in on kind of a monumental day. It's like a good Newman. day. This is a a today. We're recording this 
the day, uh, uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it comes out tonight, so it comes out this day. AEW announced their TV deal um, at the upfronts. AEW, it will be on primetime television on TNT later this year. Major congratulations. Weekly, yeah. A weekly pro wrestling show. Incredible. On TNT today. I mean, Ron... Wow, just well, happy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like it's it's unbelievable. Happy days. Competition it's, is here again. Yeah. So it being if it's gonna be weekly and it's gonna be on TNT and they got no shortage of money, the I, I can't say I can't see how this is not real competition for WWE. I mean, they're gonna be f- way far behind to yeah, start. That's fine. Right. But, but it's a new product, new thing, a new style. If you take, and I think it will work just from the way that I've heard them talk about it, because they talk about it being more sports-centric. And to yep. me, um, it's just like the same where when I take people to, I take a lot of people to wrestling events, when, especially when I was just dating around. Yeah. That would be the tester to see how long we were going to keep dating. <laughs> I would take them to a wrestling show, and I take the people to WWE shows, and they would always like have an okay time and stuff but be fun but i take them to P- these pwg shows and they would have it was like an experience it was like a rock show or, or or just like a cool hangout an event there were stars there topanga was hanging around yeah. you know so it was like this big event and I, the way they're talking about it is like it seems like they're going to take that and put it on a bigger scale so i think that that is what people want. It's more of an adult product and it'll be more of a product that follows a real storyline. I think if anything that we've seen from the WWE lately is that their storylines drop on a dime and they are on the whims it seems of one one man and it, it, I just think if anything, this is going to be a great opportunity for people to, to have more avenues to work and ply their trade. So I'm very, very excited. Yeah, I mean, so you said it's sports-centric. So Cody announced uh, that it will be, like, more sports-centric. Uh, they're calling it an alternative. Like, they're labeling it as an alternative. And I th- and, uh, uh, and it's going to be more about the wrestling and the sport of it. I think that the interesting thing for me is that I, I, I'm not a sports guy. You know, I I don't really like sports at all. I'm pretty uh, hard on them. But I do think sports as a grounded base reality for pro wrestling is essentially what it is. And leaning into that more, well, I think will lead to a pretty cool, unique uh, product because they're going to, you know, Cody is saying that wins and losses, he wants them to matter a lot. That's his big statement. Um, He said, we're talking about percentage of times someone loses. Uh, to this particular mover pers- uh, maneuver percentages against somebody uh, uh, of this height, like a whole by the numbers approach that really uh, intrigues me. So he's saying it's not it's not gonna be a cornerstone of AEW, but he's saying we're gonna focus on like that kind of stat level stuff, like sports level stats. So mm-hmm. I mean that is so much more specific than I thought I was gonna hear. He's saying they're gonna track like how many times somebody's losing to a move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like you know, that's, yeah. I wonder how it's going to be shot too, because I think like the uh, like when I watch NJPW, the reason that looks like more of a sport is because the the, the direction is different than like WWE, where it's a cut every three seconds. Uh, it's more right. of like a steady cam. Uh, so I'm interested to see if they're going to how they're going to approach the way it's uh, presented. I guess produced. it'll look like more like New Japan, right? Probably like that kind of uh, that kind of filming, which is which is very cool. Yeah. Um, do do you? Um, do, do, I, when I hear wins and losses, I immediately start thinking like, 
How sustainable is that? Because if you think about some of the greatest moments in WWE that we all like, some of them are the fact that wins and losses don't matter. Yeah. Right? So, like, the Kofi moment, we can't, like, he would never have that kind of momentum if it if it was just based on his loss record for the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But sometimes following momentum is, like, what's nice about wrestling. So, I, I see them. My prediction is that gets scrapped. Like, that... that it, it's going to matter less than they think when they start writing. Oh, you yeah, think so? of course. I don't. Yeah. I think you you have story, and I don't think that's not what they're saying. But I think that sometimes the WWE goes so far away from it that it doesn't make sense anymore, and it makes the stories make less sense. Like you have these things where someone where they talked about the ricochet and Bobby Roode or like, well, you lost. Why are you, why are you getting this shot? Like it still happens. So right. I think story will always dictate, but to me, it opens up some, a lot of fun possibilities. Like, uh, I think a market that goes really untapped that, that people would be really interested in is something in regards of like more of a f- fantasy wrestling and like fantasy football yeah. or thing like that where, where you if you have those stats there, then you can you can really continue to engage your audience and have them be like get into the, like follow along with your favorite wrestlers, draft your favorite wrestlers, yeah. and, and could put it on a level up there with something like football or, or basketball, where you know we still know it's predetermined, but we, we get that engagement. We're following these characters a little bit more closely. I just think it. Um, I just think I. I trust that I trust their minds. I've seen what they've been doing. I think you've seen things like the penis druids, stuff like yeah. that. So I don't think it's going to be just all like, you know, I love the penis druids and, and, you know, <laughs> scorecards. Right. I actually, weirdly, I, I uh, stumbled across, across uh, Joey Ryan versus uh, like Scarlett Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Mm-mm. They had a brawn panties inner gender match <laughs> and it had 40 million views. <laughs> the YouTube video. Jesus. I was like, wow. wow. Uh, and it was like the worst video camera. Like it was somebody's just uh, like cell phone video and it had 40. I was like, wow. Because uh, 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 I hear that those matches, that they set like record breaking numbers, but I'd never seen that on a uh, 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 video. Anyway, but yeah, I, I agree. Fa- in terms of fantasy, fantasy is so fun. WWE had it for a second in like 2000. Six, seven, eight, something like that. Me and my friends used to do it, but it was funny. The way it worked would be like, it, it, it would be like, it wouldn't be based on like stats. It would be based on like TV time more than anything. It would be like if you got two segments on the show, like at the amount of segments you get points. And one thing was a big thing was at foreign object shots. So they had ECW at the time. So actually, the best wrestlers to draft were like Sandman. Because it would be like every shot of a kendo stick, you know what I mean? You'd get like 20 points. So it wasn't like it wasn't like John Cena was the best guy to have. It was like whoever would game the numbers, you know what I'm saying? Right. So if you introduce stats, you're right. You could have a more traditional fantasy. Uh, 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 and at fantasy sports, I think, is very cool and very fun. It's very up my alley. But I don't like sports, so I don't get to do any fantasy. I think it's a really... Uh, Cool, awesome uh, 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 move. What? How do you think? Um, uh, how do you think this faction, like with with uh, with double or nothing? You think that any of that will matter? Like, are they going to introduce? They haven't announced any title shots there, right? Yeah, there's no belts yet, right? No. They're probably going to wait for all that till the TV. Yeah, I would think so. 
But yeah. I think keep momentum going. They've already announced another event, after, you know, the Gamer Festival that they're doing. Right. And then, um, so I just think it keeps things going. I think probably see a couple of surprises at, um, at Double or Nothing. You know, I got I got guesses. I don't know yeah. anything. But I would guess that, the, you know, maybe some people that they've signed that they haven't talked about. I there's def, I mean, because like, is Marty under a New Japan contracts? He's the one guy that's like obviously not signed. No, Marty's still a Ring of Honor. He's still he right. He's Ring of Honor, right? So yeah. the, he's the one they're just waiting for. His, he's just waiting for his contract to be up, pretty so, much. Right. So he can't show up. Who would be somebody who you would like mega pop for at Double or Nothing that you could expect to see? I mean, Joey Ryan is somebody who's not signed yet, right? Yeah. But WWE offered just offered him a bunch of money from what I read. I, I mean, to me, the ultimate dream match that you could set up that is possible that is actually a dream match would be Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Yeah, so CM Punk is the bit is the name, right? Like, I, I after they announced AEW is going to TNT, I can't imagine how CM Punk doesn't sign with them some kind of deal that he can he can wrestle two times a year for them and make like a million dollars or something. He's a, he's the, who'd be the, I don't think they would sign that deal. No, 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 no. <laughs> a million dollars is um no, that's what I'm willing to pay for the, the Daniel the Bryan commemorative belt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying like whatever, he could get a, a substantial amount of money to wrestle like five dates a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he doesn't have to go deal with WWE. I can't imagine he is, we don't see CM Punk in, in AEW. I just think it'll be a good idea. I hope it happens. Yeah. Him and Moxley. I mean, there's just oh, it's just fun to think about people who would be great there. And the fact that they can still be kind of um selective, you know? Obviously they wouldn't want it take all the WWE's leftovers they went I don't think they would be dumb enough to deal with Enzo or no <laughs> anything like that no but it is interesting because their roster does surprise me um in in good way and a good way and not a bad way but it's mainly good is because I th- I did think there'd be more names on there of wrestlers I know you know but I do think they're smart cuz a lot of these guys are young uh and I think they're 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 taking guys off the uh, the market, and I was watching some of the work that wrestlers I hadn't heard of. I was just doing YouTube dip, and some of them are great. Uh, I was pretty uh, impressed by them. But also, I'm like, when you look at this roster, you're like, don't you want some um, a couple more names? Yeah. But they're gonna pop up. Yeah, yeah. Those, I think you know, like anything. People wait to see things become more concrete, and. and Will be movement. Come, I mean, I, and obviously you look at the WWE and the little the things going on over there. You see that it seems like some people will, will love to make the jump. You feel like the revival would love to be over there. You know, um, I think a lot a lot of people could see opportunity over there. So I, I want to see it happen, but. There's also some people. Man, I would just love to see Brody King over there. I think he's great. Brody King's awesome. Uh, yeah, I just saw that clip of him versus Jeff Cobb, and they're like flying around like cruiserweights. Oh, I know. Those Fucking guys crazy. are so heavy. Yeah. Well, he's been working out with uh, uh, Ryan Namath. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Brody is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I know and Brody. So he's like doing Hurricane Ranas and shit, and he's like fucking eight foot tall. <laughs> it's crazy. It's nuts. So yeah, I mean it's ex- it's exciting stuff. We're gonna get more details. It's gonna be cool. Uh, have you, Ron? Have you seen any of the stuff that Bray Wyatt is doing right now? Yeah, I've seen a little bit seen of the it. Fu- Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Did you see the thing he did this week? No. So uh, basically, this week Bray Wyatt, um, <laughs> he's doing his Firefly Funhouse thing, but he was kind of like, "Hey, I got a secret. You guys want to hear my secret? You know." 
And then he uh, un- unveiled, uh, like unveiled, like his. He said, "Wait, no. Here's what he said. He said, I I still have darkness in me, but I just know how to harness it now. You want to see how I do it?" Mm-hmm. And then he unveiled this like real fucking scary mask. And character, like this, the scream went, he kind of looked like Clown from Spawn. Yeah, a little bit. That's like how I was thinking like that. A mask like that and like a real Purge style, uh, but like Freddy Krueger pants. uh, And uh, it was like, it was like Clown pants. Clown pants. It was like Clown, right? Clown from Spawn. It's just not the best. It's not, it's not the most uh, current reference. (laughs) uh, uh, And I think it's, uh, do you think he's going to wrestle like that? Uh, I mean, yeah, right? Probably. See, this thing I saw, you, Ron, you should check it out. Like, I he, saw the mask. You saw the mask? Yeah, I saw a picture of it. I just didn't see the segment. Did it scare you? No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it didn't scare me either. But It, was it fe- scared you. <laughs> I mean, it didn't scare me that much. I only slept with the light on. And <laughs> yeah, you, text, a you texted extra me at like 10 p.m. You're like, can you come over, please? I'm too scared. Yeah, but that was good. just, I do that, you know, sometimes I do that. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, that's just friendship. Yeah, that's just friendship, man. That's just friendship. And then we were in the bed. It was, you know, I told her to tuck me in. It was fine. But um, yeah, but there were like a lot of moms saying stuff like, "Hey, th-, like I saw some tweet somebody being like, Thanks for scaring my kid, Bray.' Oh, fuck off! Like, uh, like uh, people were upset because they were like, it was. It did not feel like a WWE segment. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Is that mm-hmm. it felt like way darker than what they normally do. Even when they were doing like ultimate deletion, and so I just felt like I I was I thought it was awesome. Look, as somebody who pushed to get Doink the Clown, we have this list of wrestlers and we rank them. Uh, as someone who pushed to get Doink the Clown moved up the list, I'm very excited by this Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think he, <laughs> it's kind of weird because Bray, he's such a special talent in my mind. Like he pulls off his his catchphrase is. Yowie wowie. <laughs> okay. He literally, he literally, did you see that? Yeah. He says yowie wowie, which I think is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And he made it work. Like, it, I didn't even, I didn't even go like, that's dumb. Uh, 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 and he sells it in a way that's like very, uh, very, it's very uh, scary. He's singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, which I would, if I was in the writer's room for that, I would be like, can we, like, I don't know. All these trailers are like, they take like a childhood song and then mm-hmm. they, you know, like a song and then they make it scary. It's like, I figured, and I was like, no, nah, when he does it, I like it. <laughs> I just feel like he, what he's doing is pretty ballsy actually. And I think from what I'm hearing, he has a lot of input in what he's doing, which is hard to not believe. Cause would it, it's not coming from Vince. <laughs> Like he would, he wouldn't make that. I can see Vince saying "Yowie Wowie." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see him saying "Yowie Wowie," but I don't feel like he would be like this. It's uh, I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't have that Vince touch to it. So I don't know. I'm, I dig it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's good to have a couple of those things going on right now. The only thing that matters for Bray is that he has to win matches, right? That's what you said, Newman. Yeah, I mean, just if I feel like an idiot saying that kind of shit because I'm going to like it anyway uh, and I don't know how much how important it is wins and losses overall but uh, I just don't want him to become like old Bray where it's like he just loses all the time the yeah. eater of pins it makes sense know? to me yeah, yeah. Um, what's scary about a monster that can't murder people right yeah. you know if you don't have any victims on your list then you aren't that suitable of a threat you're a B level C level villain right. you know right yeah. You're, you know, Captain Cold or something. Yeah, you're getting unmasked by Scooby-Doo and the gang. That's the level of of monster. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, he. I I think they have big hopes. For, I think they're. I think they. I think with him they recognize what they got with him. We'll see where they go with it. Seems hard to. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm gonna be optimistic about it. Um. All right, Ron. I want to ask you a little one last thing before we uh we let you free. Okay. <laughs> is uh, so have you guys seen the uh? I guess it is a touchy thing, but I, I'd like to get your opinion on it. The the Lars Sullivan stuff. Mm-hmm. So the WB fined him a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars, and um, uh, for his comments nine years ago on I guess it was like a muscle uh, like on a bodybuilding forum. Mm-hmm. He said I didn't even see the comments. He said to be honest, but I know that they were uh, deemed racist, correct? And and so WB fined him for those comments, and then I saw. I saw that Titus O'Neil put out a a, uh, a a tweet saying like, "Hey Lars, I think you did the right thing by coming to me and apologizing and like seeking guidance on how to move forward, um, and try to be a better human than you were nine years ago. Nobody's perfect, and thanks, Vince McMahon, for taking action." So, I, I just was curious what you thought of that situation and like what 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 do you, what do you what do you do here you know a lot of our a lot of our the people on our facebook page and our community on the podcast were kind of like let's get let's get rid of this guy and i thought this was an interesting different approach to it mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I just want to get rid of him, but just because I think he's boring. Yeah, that's kind of my take. Yeah, that's <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> that's my take. You know, and if he was another, uh, if they didn't see something in him, then he'd be fired. You know, but that's just kind of how these things work in entertainment, sports, whatever. If they think they see money in him, then it's in their best interest. They they take money out of his pockets and they keep working them. So, yeah. you know, it works the best for them. Me, I just don't enjoy them. Um, so I can take those two things separately. Um, I'm not, I'm, I have to be very careful about like, do I want him to be fired because of the things he said nine years ago? Like that's something that uh, Boxworms, I'm not really comfortable being like, yeah, even though I think what he says is, is horrible and I wouldn't want him working there. I wouldn't want to work with him, but I'm the type of person who would be like, if you go look through what I wrote nine years ago on something, it might not be great either. It, right. might, it won't be that, but it could be something no. else, you know? So like, I'm not for that, but I don't know. I think they know who they work are working with more than I do for sure. So if if they think he's still that person, then I think he shouldn't work there. But if they think that he's open to change and he is open to to bettering his life, and then I've known plenty of people. I grew up in friggin' Oregon. I know plenty of people where I was their first black friend, and they've helped change their views on things. So, and a lot right. of times that where that's where it comes from. The most racist people are people who are just told what they think black people are. They don't actually know any people. Right. Because when you know someone, you can't be like that because you're like, they're just another human like me. So, uh, it just kind of sucks in general, and I just think he just is a shitty wrestler. But... Th- yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No. I mean, because that's. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a kind of a tricky. It is that tricky thing of like now we live in this age where people everything you've ever done is permanent. So if you're growing, you go back. But at the same time, there's comments that are like, 
I don't, I would, ne- you know, who would ever say such a thing, you know, but here's my, all right. So I thought, I think you answered that perfectly. I, uh, I think, I, I think that's a great, great opinion. I, I, I think, do you think they actually find him a hundred thousand dollars? That's, that's my the main question. thing. Is like, it a, does he have a hundred thousand dollars? Is this a fake fine or is this a real fine? That's, that's my saying. question. It feels like a work fine. No, right? Like when I read that, I'm like, if they said ten thousand dollars, I would believe it. A hundred thousand dollars are a lot of money. Lars Sullivan's salary is probably a hundred thousand dollars, no? But also, didn't they are you am I expected to believe that they hired him in the first place and then didn't search the internet for stuff? This was like on a weird bodybuilding forum. I don't even think he used his real name. Uh, yeah, I guess. I think that somebody. I I don't actually know. I didn't dive into it. It just feels it. weird that like a billion dollar company wouldn't find that because like I had to, I just I was applying to Apple and I locked my my social media down because when people do background checks they scour the internet for you. Internet searches. I used to work for a company that does background checks. Right. Internet. There was a whole department. Internet search department. They look. They scour the web. For like fucking Aramark. So I'm like, I, 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 I'll, I'll say it. There's no chance they're finding him $100,000. These aren't real. They're right. not well, making yeah. athlete money. Like if he was a basketball player, $100,000, I believe it. But when you're WWE, we know what their salaries are generally. They're not. And he's a pretty unproven talent at this point. His salary can't be that much more than $100,000. Does it take away his full year of salary? Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. understand. Why. Anyway, <laughs> well, I think it matters because part of me was like, oh, that feels like kayfabe, which means that it's like, then there's, there's actually no, no con- it's just a fake consequence. But that's kind of the best thing yeah. all about today for me is, again, there being an alternative for yeah. not just recently, and I'm not one of those guys who are like, oh, the product sucks and anything, but like my whole life, like, being a wrestling fan is having to, to defend yourself for a bunch of people who don't understand why you right. watch wrestling. And then sometimes having to defend it to yourself when you're watching a product that you're like, this is sexist, this is racist, this is homophobic. It's a product that seems like it doesn't like me. Like, right. you know? Right, right. So why do I like it so much? And um, one thing I'm really, really excited about with AEW is that I, at least I have met most of these people face to face and shaking their hands and um, they all seem like genuinely nice people. The way that they're going about what they're like AEW is for everyone. They're hiring a lot of openly gay wrestlers. They're hiring a lot of people. They're dealing with with like thing like um, I believe it's Culture City where um, having sensory products for people like my son who has autism yeah, where they I can have that. headphones and like to me that's like when you're making that level of care um in your product i want you to succeed and mm-hmm. so i'm hoping the best for for them and again it just provides an alternative because i i, I haven't i didn't watch raw or smackdown it's not a thing i'm doing on purpose right. but it's just this thing of like I'm not liking it that much. You know, there's a couple things I love. I love Kofi, you know, I I love NXT, you know, Um, and then I love some of of the women for sure. But other than that, it's kind of been not what I like and that's I think that's okay so I've been watching a lot of, you know, the Super Juniors tournament and, and just watching GCW I've been watching a lot there's a lot of other alternative fight TV whether whatever impact is pretty good again even though they hired Michael Elgin and I don't know what to say about that right uh, but there's a lot of alternatives and now to have a big one that I think is going to be more inclusive and more um, about the same type of value system that I believe in I'm very excited right 
Yeah. Did you feel you said that uh, a pro, you just said a line that made me interested. Like you said, a product that doesn't like you back. Did you feel that like watching wrestling? Did you feel did you feel that way during like Attitude Era and you know or or just watching you know? I felt that way in the eighties. I in felt the 80s, that way right. watching like the only black characters were like Coco Beware with the bird and stuff. Who I still love. It's not like I don't love. I love Coco Beware. Yeah, yeah. But it was this clear thing of like. That's why Ron Simmons is such a big hero to me because he was the first time I could see, and and, and I know there was people in the past like Iceman Parsons and and, and um, uh, Ernie Ladd and things like that. But even then, they were kind of like these caricatures of what a black person should be. And K- Kamala, come on, yeah. like you have all these things well, where it's yeah. like either I'm an, I need to be a dancing clown or I need to be a savage, you know, to see people succeeding and to see Ron Simmons just be like this. I'm just this badass football. player player who just is a badass and people like me it was a big big deal for me you know i go back and i watch some superstars now and i see and i know he did it to a lot of those because i tweeted about it and people were like in my face about it and he did to every jobber but there was just something about seeing the repo man put his rope around this black jobber's neck and drag him around was where i was just like what the am I watching? Right. You know? And then, yeah, you go into later and just brought in panties matches and all this other stuff where you're just like, this, you know, wrestling has a, like, it's so complicated. Yeah. It's the best, it's the worst, it's amazing, you know? And, and, yeah, and I think about my relationship with it when I was growing up and I was watching it during, like, well, it's even, like, the Attitude Era, you're so, I feel like at that age, I was so impressionable at that age, they show me something and then, what they show me, I really do believe. Like this is, oh, this is okay because it's on TV. You know what I'm saying? And then when you look back, you're like, oh wow, that was like horrible. But it, I will, you know, when you're younger, you're impressionable, so you don't even know. Like you don't even. They're telling you where that line is a lot of the times. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, cool. yeah, art informs life. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I thought that was it's uh, just uh, really interesting time. It's an interesting it time. Is. It is interesting I'm time. Very excited yeah. for it. AEW, please hire me for anything. I'm pretty sure this podcast doesn't go to them. Yeah. But if they listening, well, you, yeah. hire me for anything. I'll be your Joe Rogan, like UFC. Well, just bring me on board. I know, absolutely. Uh, and me also. Hire me. Hire Ron first, and then hire me next. We can be the announce team. Well, I think and they got an announcement. <laughs> no, me and you. I don't want to be on the announce team, but I could do backstage things. <laughs> I could do what? I could do general meet and greet stuff, whatever. I don't even need to be on camera. Just, just hire me. I'll go to events. I'm going to be there anyway. Yeah, you're, <laughs> already, you're already close to being hired. You're going to be there uh, all double or nothing weekend. You got a bunch of stuff going on at uh, StarCast, right? Anyway, hey, Ron, we're going to let you go. Uh, but dude, thanks so much for coming in. It was Thank awesome to talk to you. Me. I hope you had a good time. I did. I'm gonna come because I love wrestling. The talking wrestling. I'm really. I gotta go because I'm flying out tonight. But I made it the time to come. See dude, you and talk I appreciate. Wrestling. I appreciate you squeezing it in and coming to see us. But uh, we'll make sure you get it. You're gonna be roasting Ric Flair Friday night. Yeah, uh, I'm at hosting. I'm hosting the hosting whole it. roast. You're hosting the roast whole master? roast. Roast right? master. Uh, and Thursday night, you guys have a stand up show at Starcast. Uh, yeah. Come by, it's free. Yeah, it's awesome. And um, and you're doing Get High and Watch Wrestling also Friday night. And uh, go say what up to Ron at Double or Nothing. You'll yeah, be there. Yeah, come say hi. I'm, I got in the middle of a tour. Uh, so if you want to just see my stand-up, just go ronfunches.com. I'm traveling all over the place right now. So yeah. come see me. Ron, thanks for coming in. And uh, have a good 
safe trip tonight. Thanks. Hey, me and Newman, we're back. Uh, Ron, we just had to let Ron uh, go. He's headed to go fly out to do some stand-up, but uh, we got more to say. Yeah. So uh, let's keep going. What do we, you say? Yeah, let's do Great it. Great to have fucking Ron Funches in here. Check him out, Double or Nothing Weekend, if you're going yeah, to be there. Uh, we had Hilarious a future, we had, uh, best uh, future endeavors to Ron. Yeah, future endeavors. Sorry. Ron got fired. Get released. Hey, hold on. And, oh, what, what flavor is that? Tangerine, duh. <laughs> I thought you were going to kayfabe it. It's no, a lime. No, no, I'm drinking a tangerine today. Uh, yeah. just, sorry to, Tangi- so, tangerine's not bad. So here's the deal. They re- they didn't have lime in yeah. the cafe here. I don't know if people know, we have a cafe here where they sell LaCroix, yeah. which was, they started selling them after it was already uh, the main gimmick of the show. Yeah, once they found out. They're like, uh, we gotta get these Lacroix in here, and it didn't have. So I just got a, a some random flavors. I got you a random flavor also. When, oh, when you want to crack here. it, what is this? Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, but don't say the flavor. Just oh, crack it okay. when you want, and then uh, I'll ask you the flavor. Cool. But this is tangerine. Let me tell you, I don't. I'm still a lime guy. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Tangerine's good though. I mean, listen, all Lacroix are welcome here. This right. is not a thing where like, oh, the other ones suck. No, okay, no, no. this isn't like sports. Like it's a sport. rainbow of flavors for a reason, man. It's for there's some of that's for everybody. Absolutely. Um, great. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Ron had some awesome, unique perspectives on this stuff. Uh, that I was it was awesome to have him, especially because he's uh, such an AEW mark. Yeah. And um, it's awesome. Hey, hang on a second. And so, we it, forgot to talk about one thing in regards to AEW. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, oh hell yeah. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my God. Oh, oh hell yeah. It's a Texas rattlesnake here in Hollywood, Los Angeles. Oh, my God. Wait, Stone Cold, what are you doing? To talk about AEW. Oh, I was just about- the latest acquisition of AEW, a global icon and a national treasure, wait, Stone Cold uh, uh, Steve wait, Austin. Wait, Stone Cold, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that's major, major news. Are yeah. you saying that you are signing with AEW? Well, no, I haven't signed yet, but I'm just putting it out in the universe. Put it on my vision board. Going to use the secret. Going to get my ass on AEW. Well, okay, see, that's the Stone Cold. That's kind of... Are you familiar with the law of attraction? Yeah. Like attracts like. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, Stone Cold, you you now lived in L.A. for Uh a long amount of time, and you're kind of like now living like a calm, rich guy lifestyle. Uh I'm not sure that if you are going to connect with the fans as much if you join AEW, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, look, look, I understand your uh, your concerns, but look, I am, like I said, global, uh, global treasure, national icon, and I can reinvent myself. You know, I really, I was I was stunning Steve Austin. I was, you know, Texas rat I was a ringmaster, I was Texas rattlesnake. Yeah, that's I'll great. I'll reinvent myself once more, all right. And look, like I always say, best gimmicks are your own personality, turn it up to eleven. So right now I take my personality, turn it up to eleven, and all of a sudden you got Stone Cold, the guy who shops at the Sprouts in Marina Del Rey. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah okay. I mean yeah, no, yeah we're gonna get some. We're gonna get some dried okra. Yeah, no, Stone Cold. I, this is this is terrible. I mean, this is terrible. You're, you're more of like a health food gimmick, or no? Uh, it's just you know, it's just part of my lifestyle now. Shop at Sprouts. They get good prices on produce. Look, if you don't like that gimmick, I got a couple more lined up. I could run by it. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that one's terrible. You're yeah, yeah. Right, fine, fine, fine. Look, all right. Like I said, turning my personality up to eleven. Now I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm on hold with Spectrum Cable. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> 
Wait, 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 wait. The gimmick is that you're on hold with Spectrum Cable? Yeah, that's me. That way I can incorporate. They're like, oh, Mr. Stone Cold, we got your sports packages. I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, we got you on ESPN 8. I'm like, what? I can still incorporate my old gimmick, but I'm just on the phone with Spectrum Cable for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, no, like Stone Cold, your life has become such an old guy like boring retired guy lifestyle i don't think you're going to connect with the working man anymore i oh, mean well, I, look i can connect with the working man look i now imagine if you will double or nothing weekend may 25th las vegas i believe uh they announce boom the 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 glass shatters out comes stone cold steve austin and he's getting his prostate checked on a regular basis, oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah no, listen, well, okay, Stone Cold, that's terrible. That is terrible. You're, you're gonna say you get your pro your gimmick is gonna be that you're getting your prostate checked. Yeah, my gimmick is that I'm paying attention to my overall health and wellness. So you become I'm like up a PSA. There age. What's that? You're gonna become like a PSA. Yeah, I'm gonna come out there and like, get your prostate checked, fellas. It's not gay to have a, a doctor touch your butt. Okay. I mean, I guess that there's kind of a good message in that, right? Yeah. Is that, I guess, is that a problem for people? Yeah, man, look, people it may shock you to find out, but there's a large amount of men who don't even wash their own assholes because they think it's gay. <laughs> is that true? That's true. I'm not even making that up. <laughs> is that, you're, you're so you're new, I mean... I don't know what to say. Would your nemesis be a wrestler who who is scared to watch his own asshole? My, and you're defeating that? Uh, yeah, I'm going to wrestle against the uh, the expectations that masculinity puts on other man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you See, you weren't even excited about <laughs> oh, that. Hell, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> no, see, you're not excited about this. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's still cold. It sounds like you don't like oh, this. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, all right, all right. I mean, you know, it's Stone Cold. All right, any other gimmicks or you got to go? No, I got to go, so I'm going to leave it one more. I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I'm yelling at you to get off of my lawn. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Get on up my property. I'm Everyone, great. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. All right, well, I guess we might see, I mean, it'd be amazing. Wow, that would be a big get. Stone Cold in AEW. Hey, let's talk about, we haven't uh, uh, talked that deeply about Raw yeah. and SmackDown this week. Let's get to a couple things already. By the way, congratulations for to the London crowd for bringing the heat, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's always great when they go a place they don't normally go because the crowds are always super hot. Um, man. Um, and England too. They're just such marks. Absolutely. Even my Indianness is not working. <laughs> so I'm having a full on ulcer so, right now. <laughs> so here at the at the podcast compound, we have uh, a cafe. Like we said, in that cafe, there's various hot sauces. Yeah. Right. And I have one of the hot sauces back here. It is a scorpion pepper hot sauce. Scorpion pepper, second hottest pepper known to man. Uh, Anosh. I, I, Anosh. I mean, is dying because he ate it. It's no joke. <laughs> I don't need you to talk about hot sauce in the middle of the show. Hey, this is hot. Welcome back to Hot Ones, the show with hot questions. <laughs> no. I mean, we're trying to do a professional <laughs> wrestling podcast. Yeah. People, we have new listeners because we had Ron Funches in here today, and then you're talking about fucking hot sauce. Look, I, I don't care I what you fucking. I just want to share my plight with the world. As long as we're recording, you could burn to death. Okay, <laughs> as far as I fucking care. Okay, just. <laughs> this is actually we're recording from. From an ocean's mouth right now. <laughs> this song is playing. Your mother-in-law's in there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. 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 Oh, my God
my God. All right, Anosh, whatever. All right, go pee on your mouth or however you get that to go out. And uh, grab a base. No, right, you need someone else to pee in your mouth. Yeah. Hey, oh, let's go. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch for being a public couple. Are they engaged or something or just out now? No, they're just a couple. I also want to say, you know, called it. Remember I told you that yeah, wasn't going to last on the other guy? I knew it. I told you. I give them less than a year. Yeah, Eight yeah, months yeah. later, they're done. I knew it. Um, I believe it was faster, but um, um, I don't know if they're engaged. They posted a picture, but I didn't see any ring or anything. But, yeah. they, they, you know, who knows? Also, I give I give Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch less than two. Yeah. It's not going to last. Come on, come on, guys. Well, I mean, do you think the championship will tear them apart? The Obviously, I think if Becky loses the belts, then it you know becomes it's a house divided. You know what I mean? Do we have a Khaleesi Jon Snow relationship between oh. the, the Becky and uh, Seth? So this is why they need to hire somebody to write because that just is obvious. Yeah, that they should do that. Well, obviously, and I feel like it's so great because Game of Thrones. Uh, I said it. People need to care about WWE like they care about Game of Thrones. I've mm -hmm. said that, and it, you could take it as blasphemous. But um, especially if AEW's going to be going the sports-centric route, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Then what is W? Then what is WWE? Now, like WWE doesn't need to be scared by AEW at this point at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, truthfully, <laughs> truthfully. We didn't really get into it, Rob, but like if, if AEW's going the route of more of a sports centric show, sports fans, hardcore sports fans don't want to watch wrestling. Right. Right? Right. They because they can't get past the fake part. Right. Right? Okay. Scripted, choreographed, whatever. Which I don't get at all. I, I think they're Jabrones. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh a couple of bar stoolies, if you will. <laughs> uh but so that doesn't uh, uh, if WWE is going to go more in terms of like a TV show, mm -hmm. they're going to smoke AEW, no? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So that's why WWE is so great because it's like a TV show. But right now they're like in the middle of like, what is this thing? Like I keep saying, like if they can go into making it more of a dramatic show. All right. So when I was preparing for the bonus app this week, I watched a bunch of Lucha Underground clips from yeah. wrestlers who are now signed with AEW who are in Lucha Underground. And, and I was at a Lucha Underground taping before. Those guys do, like, all the shit I want to see in wrestling. Yeah, it's, like, more of, like, an actual soap opera. Yeah, and right. also they have, like, stuff where it's, like, you win a match, you get a coin. Uh, and, like, that coin you put in a slot, and then that puts you next. and Like, next, like, right? Like, yeah. they have, like, a whole, like, Legends of the Hidden Temple, like, skin. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want WWE to do that, but I want the equivalent of that in whatever skin they wear. Right. And the skin they wear is sports, right? Right. Well, it's interesting because it, I mean to tie it back to the Bray Wyatt thing, right? There's, there's conversations in the in the Facebook group talking about wrestling four in the morning under Zai Blessed Be the Fruit. Yeah, Blessed Be the Fruit. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That um, like <clears throat> that Bray Wyatt, like why? And we've said this before. Bray Wyatt seems bigger than wrestling. Why would this character want to wrestle? And then it comes into like, what is WWE as like a company? And like, so there's this TV show about a fighting league. And for some reason, this clown demon wants to fight in this league. Right. And so all of that, it's like, it just brings into focus that sort of like, is it a TV show? Is it like, uh, and what is the TV show about? You know what I mean? It, it should be like, like with wrestling, I think they should fine tune it to be, it's a live 
wrestling show that it, <laughs> I guess it, it's supposed to be. Well, here's what it is already. It's right. just about accepting that. Is that if you describe what WWE is, it's a wrestling show that they can't seem to get right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, like, it is like the wrestling show where everything goes wrong. Right. Right? Which is like a Broadway show. Like or the show where everything goes wrong. Where it's like, because technically it's a wrestling show where you're like, all right, well, if, if, if in the world of WWE... The show went correctly. It would be a match happens, and then another match happened, and right. then another match happened, and they all had clean finishes, and everyone had a good, like, wholesome American time, and then they went for ice cream. Right. But sometimes, like, oh, no, Braun Strowman's bringing them outside, messing up this whole show. Right. Except the way they shoot it is it's supposed to happen that way. Right. Right, right, right. right. So that's why fines are, are cool, and why... The first thing I would implement if I worked at WWE is shots of the writer's room. Ah. Right? Like, I would see, like, um, I'm trying to think of what show is. But I would see, like, hey, here's whatever uh, a gorilla position or whatever, them being back there. And they're the, 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 the not writers. Like 30 Rock, the, where they would show. Like yes. The, yeah. But, it, but 30 Rock's not what I'm talking about, because I'm talking about shows that have more of a curb or mm -hmm. more of a, like, after Chelsea, if you remember that oh, show, right. like, okay. have more of a like, uh, like a vibe of their a live camera in there, right? And it would be more like, hey, we're here thinking about booking, we're booking matches and what, what and making merchandise decisions, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, guys, we got to talk about Strowman. What's right. going on with him? And it's like, why don't we do that? Let's find him. Should we find him as the committee, as the GM? And then it's like, I think that's a bad idea. You're going to find him $100,000. I think that's a bad idea. Let's do it. And then you do that, and there's the consequence. And then, like, like they're a, like, I, I vote a vote of no confidence for Vince. It's like that. Like, shit like that. Yeah, there's, like, a council. Like, a, I mean, God, Christ almighty, Star Wars is going to come up again. There's, like, a Jedi council, and it's, like, everybody Absolutely. on the council is like, oh, I, as the such and such, I think Braun Strowman should be fined. And it's like, that's ridiculous. But it could be exactly the structure it is now right. if it's Vince, but, like, uh, we know Vince runs it. If Vince doesn't want there, then whoever the kayfabe guy is, right? And right. it's like that that whoever is the CEO, and that like, can be ousted. Like so, it's like well, all right, hey, Kurt Angle is the GM. Now let's see Kurt Angle sit down and be like, all right, guys, what's the what's the card for this week? Mm -hmm. Oh, the cameras in here. Like something. Like, I don't know. I, we'd have to figure out the exact format. Right. But I want to see the structure and why when it's going wrong, why it's such a big deal. Right. Because right. you know how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Right now, everything feels like it's supposed to happen that way, and that's cool for a live show. Right. WWE is showing us too It's like a lot. So anyway, that's my opinion. Now, the Rollins-Becky thing, because what I'm talking about would be like a real shot of the writer's room or the booking room, whatever we're calling it. When things are real, they work really nice in that. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I said people should care about like Game of Thrones, like Becky Rollins, like they, they you know... They should a story. Uh, they should, which Seth Rollins should get jabroned out so hard by like AJ or whatever, and like whoever his foes are. Yeah, because AJ is gonna have a big heel turn this weekend, right? Yeah, like, that's clearly where they're headed. Mm -hmm. But and then Becky's got to come save him, and then he doesn't like that. Yeah, right. Right. And then it's like, why? Why not? And like, <laughs> like something like that. And then they get torn apart from like the titles. It's like, it, I, you know, I don't know. We'd have to map it out, but that's. That is, you people will be so vested in that. Mm -hmm. Even if we knew it was fake, people right. would care. Right, right, right. Yeah, they should, but they won't. It would be exactly the Khaleesi situation. Did you like Game of Thrones? Uh, okay, I am battle hardened by bullshit writing. 
I watch wrestling. Uh, the, so like, I'm sort of, should I don't we, care. Should we save Game of Thrones for the bonus app? I mean, maybe, but it's 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 like put it in uh, the Patreon app. I mean, I get I get the idea that like oh the right people have a problem with the writing, but like in real life, people make dumb decisions that have consequences for no reason all the time. Yeah, and so uh, for her heel turn was like okay, yeah, fine. She she snapped. Yeah, that's the justification I right. need. I don't. I, yeah, I feel like people. I don't know, man. I'm like you know it's fake, right? Like it's like, like relax. Talk about botching the finish though. Like yeah. that's my whole thing. Is that like that character didn't feel like someone who was gonna botch the finish like that. Yeah. That's why I didn't buy into it. I was like, what? I I the, I buy. <laughs> all, all I gotta say about it is the. You can convince me that the math's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which people have done when I'm like, you know, actually it's good. <clears throat> it's the most Game of Thrones thing ever. Blah blah blah. It didn't feel. Good. Yeah. That's it. When I watched it, I was like, what? What? Well, the like, main complaint I, I, I didn't have... feel like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I felt the two episodes before. Right. Where I was like, oh, that's not what I expected, but oh my God, that was fucking badass. This was like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And then the 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 hound fight, I was like, this looks like shit. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, my main complaint with this season is just that I thought they, I thought when the episodes are going to be longer, that it would be a little bit slower paced and like they would earn some stuff. But it seems like they're just somehow still cramming a bunch of stuff in. Yeah. So I'm going to equate it to like when you write, write something and then like you didn't leave enough space for the rest of the letters. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit. Uh, like you're like, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. And then like, like the DAY is like, like really close yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it feels like that. Um, but that being said, I actually don't, I don't have a lot of complaints with Game of Thrones. I actually think the, uh, you know, we, we, we yeah. I, I think that, uh, I like that it moved faster at the end because right. I thought that was kind of cool because it was like a show that was really slow and now we're going to end it. And it's like, now here, here's, you get what you mm-hmm. got, but the way they chose to end it was so like linear and compartmentalized and kind of like, uh, more bo- more boring in a way than mm-hmm. what I what 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 I was expecting to see, which was I expect to see something way more complicated right. than I saw. It was like a little more like, oh, here's that that's straightforward. So that's why it feels a little off, but it's still like a good watch. Right. And also, I don't I'm not invested in the show like a lot of people. Like I like yeah. it. It's a great show. I I love it. I, I think it's one of the best shows ever made. Um, especially just for how much people care about a show of that. Um. Like how everyone likes the show that is this fantasy, right. you know? I think what's hilarious yeah. is that a bunch of people named their kid like Daenerys and like Khaleesi. They named their children that. And now she's like, and now she's like evil. Jabron. Oh, that makes me feel Well, she's so, going to argue that she's not evil. So good. But anyway, they yeah. should write in the Becky's uh, 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 stuff. So the, the wild card rule... By the way, has already proven to be just complete nonsense. Uh-huh. Like in my opinion, like last week, I said I don't remember what wrestlers on what show when they show up. They're like, "Oh, it's a wild card rule," and you're like, "Okay, we have no idea." Who, I guess Vince is back there choosing it. It doesn't feel like a thing. It's right. very stupid. Uh, the it's fine, but I also don't care about wrestlers being on both shows. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah. we have a problem because of the titles. Because it's like, oh, well, these shows are not separate and we have these two titles. But they did it in the past. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of people. People are complaining like, oh, well, you know, it nullifies the, the, the brand split or it nullifies the, the um, what do you call it? 
superstar shakeup, but it's like, guys, these are fake rules. These are not, none of this is real rules. It can, I don't, I don't have, I'm not pressed by things that are like, oh, that does, that, that makes this rule null and void. It's like, okay, right. then it does. Cause that rule was made up anyway. This is a company that puts on fights and there's a guy who's an evil clown who's going to interrupt at one point. Right, right, right. What are we talking about here? But my, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, other stuff that happened this week, like a lot of it is, it's, you know, we're not really there yet. Um, you know, we got, let's see what happens in this money in the bank. But like my notes are pretty minimal. A couple things I want to talk about is small things. I thought Becky was, this was her first week where she like seemed really cool to me. Yes. In a long time. Yes. Yeah. She seemed very natural, very comfortable in her skin. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, was good about uh, giving the other two time to like say their lines and like, yeah, she seemed very comfortable. Do, do you notice that Charlotte Flair is always one octave too high in what she's saying stuff? What do you mean? Like her like, voice? I don't know how to describe it, but it's like she's always is like, and I. Oh, yeah. Like, well, never. And like, like she's that. using head voice and she it's, needs to it's, use it's chest like, voice. It's not, she, I don't know how to describe it, but she's not using the right um, <laughs> inflection for words. Timber, yeah. Like, because it's she's acting it, but mm -hmm. it's just like, uh, and you. <laughs> it's like, it's like I don't think the accent marks on that. Like I don't think I yeah, would accentuate yeah, yeah. that word. And There's then some all modulation of it's a issues higher. too. Yeah, yeah where modulation she's, where she's like, you know, talking about this and that happens and then uh, you know who is I like the I mean this is really weird the the tone and quality of their voice is Lacey Evans. I think I could listen to her read a phone book. Oh, I'm a big Lacey Evans fan. We'll see where she goes. I really like what she's up to. Yeah. Um, again, she's just, especially for being so new, the gimmick's good. She really owns it. She wears it. And she's jacked up. I meant to say Snowball. Well, I don't know why I said Rolling Stone Rolling earlier. Stone. <laughs> like, now I feel dumb. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, wait, why did I do I know Rolling Stone. What, what, what am I? Right. Okay. <laughs> That's why I had to put you in What's your place. What's about a time it felt so fast? <laughs> Is that like, like Rolling Stone? Like Rolling Stone. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine made that the number one best song of all time, uh, like oh, ten, ten years ago. Going they, into business for themselves. They made a list. <laughs> yeah, 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 they had that. Once upon a time, it felt so fine. That's it. Anyway, that's a young Bob Dylan, not the old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Bob Dylan. Jabroni. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. Uh, I'm more of a Jacob Dylan mark. Oh, wow, my God. All right, so... Uh, uh, <laughs> one more, one more cup of coffee is like one of the greatest songs ever written. Is that the one that's one headlight? No, that's Jacob Dylan. And the wall, wallflowers. No, what were they called? Yeah. The wallflowers. The wallflowers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that album's really good, actually. Uh, I like that. <laughs> um, Selena Vega cut a real stiff promo this week, and you're like, like boring, and like I'm way ahead of it. It's like you people don't like spoilers. Well. We love spoilers and like supposing me that Andrade is the best or whatever, yeah. you know. That. She's you another one. I mean, we're tone policing women on this episode, but no, like, I wasn't tone policing the, her actually. No, no, I, 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 the, she's another one though, where it's like the way she talks and the thing but she here's says. The deal. There's no way th this is not her fault. No. I'm saying that like, let her go. She's from New York. Like, let her just talk. From Queens, baby. Que right? Yeah. She's from Queens. Let like, her go. Let her fucking go. It's an yeah. example of like, she's like saying this corny ass promo. That's why she's overacting it because she has to like fill the whole ramp with like uh, <laughs> something that's not 
paced out for the for the ramp walk and like right. you know what I mean. So I actually wasn't blaming. I wasn't saying. Yeah. I'm like, she could do just get let her speak. She's great, Mike. Yeah. She was way better in NXT than on the main roster. So I I don't know. Um, uh, I um, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So all right. Uh, Kevin Owens arm tattoo starting to look sweet. Good for him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean this money in the bank. Well, before we'll give predictions on money in the bank and then we'll get out of here. Uh, yowie, uh, yowie, wowie. It's not even yowzy. It's not no. even wowie, zowzy. Yowie, wowie. You know, not like yowzer, wowzers or something. Yeah. Uh, somebody posted on the Facebook group that yowie is the name of a uh, creature in like Aboriginal folklore in Australia. Really? Yeah. He's like a weird, it's like a Sasquatch character. Yeah. Oh. Like lives in the outback. Yowie. Just looks sick. Yeah. You think he got it from that or no? No, I don't think so. Because he also did that weird like uh, Scarface thing the other week where he's like, take it easy. <laughs> yeah, he, he sometimes sounds a little ethnic or like or whatever. Like he sounds like, it sounds like he's pl- doing like in, uh, impressions of ethnicities. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like playing the rabbit, he's like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. do it. But I think he just sounds like that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right. This Alistair Black promo, yeah. you're our Alistair Black promo cool. expert, so I'm turning it over to Newman right. to break down what he's talking about. All right, look, I analyzed this promo. I put it through my, my promalyzer. That's a machine that I invented. Yeah. I, I feed yeah. the, the transcript of the promo through it, right? Yeah. And it translates it. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, uh, I've never put a promo like this through the promalyzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. What did the promalyzer say? The promalyzer got about uh, a quarter of it translated uh, but there's like one part of it that yeah. the promalizer just could not handle right okay so <clears throat> first around much more he starts talking about the bard okay the bard is you know what a bard is you play rpg games right a bard is somebody the, who yeah sings oh. and their, their power is okay. like they're the is the power is their voice they, they provide like uh, a siren no a siren is a mythological creature that uh calls sailors to rocky shores a bard is like an actual person. Like you, you would uh, like the bard okay, in fine. your party is like plays. Uh, he like sings about the events that are happening, or like uh, it's sort of a like a minstrel, right? So he says the bard is fascinating because in his words we find uh, a struggle between. Uh, first of all, the bard. I have no idea how what the bard has anything to do with Alistair Black, but uh, maybe it's like a, a tarot card because I know he has tarot shit on his vest sometimes right. uh, he says we find a struggle between ambition and the manner in which uh, someone pursues their uh, goals right so he says he's saying that according to the promalizer that he struggles with his ambitions like how do I okay. what do I want right there's what you want right. and then there's how you, you want right and then there's how you got it Right, how right. you get it? Right, so that's the baby you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's. So this is essentially respect. Is this is R E S P E C T? This is Alistair Black's version of respect. That's. I mean, it. <laughs> uh, the promalizer found one likeness of this phrase, and it is Aretha Franklin's. Wow. Yeah. So I'll find out what find out what this promo means to me. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So okay. Uh, so there's that. That's the first part. He's okay. struggling with his ambitions, which I assume is like. Wanting a title. Wanting a title, and then also how he does that. Then he says, appearance is deceptive, and in the end, you're left with your your own truth. Okay? Don't know what that means. 
he's again, I guess, referring Does to. Does that mean like when you win the title, you think like you're on top of the world, but at the end of the day, you're left with your own self, which is like, I'm the unhappy even though I'm the champion? I don't know if it's even that deep. I think that he's saying that. Uh, well, let me check my promalizer notes. I think what it's indicating is that if we link it to the first statement, that there's a struggle, he's struggling between what he wants and how he's going to get it, that the appearance that he puts forward is deceptive uh, because he's trying to mask uh, either his goals or how he's going to uh, uh, get them. Okay. Right. And then, but we're left with our own truth. Uh, and then he says, and this is like a standard Bray Wyatt line. You're going to try to get in my head. Don't it's scary in there. Right. right. Don't try to get in my head. Uh, Stay out. My that head. message is a new message. That's not part. That's like, not something he was even getting at, right? So right. he kind of shifts topics. And then here's the part that the uh, promalizer couldn't really translate. He says, uh, you know, my opponent won't like the place that they are trying to get into. Then he says, thus I clothe my naked villainy with old odd ends stolen from holy writ and seem sane. So he's saying that he seems sane because he steals... Uh, that his his insanity is being masked by uh, whatever old odd ends uh, stolen from holy writ, meaning like holy books, uh, makes him seem sane. Uh, and he says, "But when I when I when mo when most I play, fade to black." This sentence doesn't make any sense. Yeah. At all. Like in any in any language. So you think it's just. It's just scary language. It's gobbledygook. Yeah, it's gobbledygooker. It's, it's gobbledygooker. Wow. Which sucks because it's like, well, they're clearly whoever was writing Bray Wyatt's right. rambling, bambling promos is writing Aleister Black's and like Bray Wyatt, despite his best efforts to make it mean something. Right. He, I mean, he's acting his ass off. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he comes off as cool, even though I have no idea what he's talking about. But it's like, and but and it's like, does he that seems matter? like he believes. Does it matter? Something. Does it matter what he's saying? Uh, no, it, it won't matter. It won't matter in the long run. No, it won't matter as long as we figure out how it translates to wrestling. Right. So if it is that thing where he is like targeting people based on like feelings and thought, it'll be like a brand. Stark character where you're like, oh, he, uh, you'll, you'll be like, oh, like he's on another plane and like that's his target mm -hmm. and we, we can't understand why. I'd be down with something like that. Yeah. I mean, he definitely needs, it is an interesting question of like, why would this person, because he's in that zone now of like bigger than WWE. Right. Why would Dr. Manhattan even want to like fight crime? Why would this character even want to wrestle? Like, why would they find a company that puts on fights and then enroll in their league to do the fights if there's some sort of mystical uh, plane walker? You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know. Well. I just think he looks cool and his music's awesome. Yeah. And I like his moveset. And well, it, but, so because I don't, he is a wrestler, right? So right. Like, you could still be a wrestler and be like, my calling is I'm a wrestler. Right. You know what I mean? But like this place matters. Like WWE matters a lot. Right. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it is an interesting- I do like that. I think he should stick with 
you like you look at me like I'm an outsider because I have tattoos right. and I look I look like this guy, but that's because you can only see in like one dimension. I'm obviously I contain multitudes, and any one of those multitudes would kick your face off. Right. You know, it's a, keep it simple. Make him the guy for the outcasts. You know, they laugh at you because you look different. They laugh at me because I look different. It's like a baby face angle for him. I, don't I like know. it. You know. All right. I'm anyway. not going to sour on him. He's. It's obviously. No, like, it, 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 it was cool. Ultimate, I liked it. Yeah. But just the end of it. Down, the end of it made no sense at all. But yeah. Ultimately. Anyway, who do you think wins the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase for the men? Sami Zayn, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. My gut. Or does who I want to win, or who would I think is going to win? My gut is telling me who's going Both. to win is. Uh, Ricochet. Yeah. Uh, who I want to win is Andrade. Um, I think who I think will win. Really cool. This is actually very cool. Uh, I think will win will be. That's really t- this is a really tough pick. Yeah, I think Andrade wins this. I don't. I mean, Drew McIntyre is a great. He's like the guy who's in the right spot for it, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't need a. He doesn't right. need to win that way. He doesn't need to walk around with the case. It, no. it won't even look good. No. Uh, and I, I think Andrade is going to win. I think Andrade is uh, who should win. Yeah. Um. Okay. I think they just they yeah. It's a good way to push him. Uh, but uh, in the women's, I think that oh, yeah. Alexa Bliss should win, even though she won again. I just think the best thing for Alexa Bliss is that case. Like, her walking around for a year with the case and then have her cash in a mania. It's just such a good year for her if you're not going to give her the title, which right. you're not going to. Right. Uh, her as that, that, you know what I mean? Like, she could just do so much. Um, I think Naomi will win. Really? Yeah, the reason I think Naomi will win is because uh, you, you, we heard, we have heard that she's like upset with her the company. Oh, Do you know that, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think complaining in WWE goes a long way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I just I don't know. I I, I didn't even read. I just heard she was upset. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Who do you think wins the women? Uh, yeah. Natalia, Dana Brooke, Naomi, Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon, Carmella. Hmm. It would be nice if Carmella won. I know she's already had it. And yeah, they might go Mandy Rose, too. They, they might they go, love yeah. her. Yeah. She's an example. She's It's so funny. Like, she's, not to take anything away from her, but, like, when I went to an NXT house show that right. she was on, and, I mean, she's obviously gorgeous. Uh, and the crowd at this NXT house, sh- like, dark match, was in love with her. This is, like, two years ago. Right. And I was like, oh, she's going to get called up instantly because she's basically her gimmick is that she's very pretty. Yeah. Uh, and it's just interesting to see like how far that's gone. And it was, it was, I just knew, I knew my gut was telling me, I was like, oh yeah, that's like the crowd is enamored with her. So they're going to start cheering and that cheering is going to re- result in her getting pushed. Right. So it would not surprise me if she won. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they definitely like her. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Anyway, I don't really know, uh, you know, uh, but the Money in the Bank makes things interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's get, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, let's just hit a couple occasions and get out of here. Um, AEW's the big news. Oh, didn't this you week. have to do? Do you have to do Patreon shoutouts? I do. I was going to do them. I was thinking we'd do them separate, but you're right. Let's. We should just do them here, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, hold on one sec. All right. Let's hit a couple occasions and we'll do Patreon shoutouts. Cool. What's up, Jabroni X, James Cutterelli? Cashing in here. I wanted to cash in about throwing up the X. I got a pretty good story. I meant to cash in last week, but I forgot. So, like last year, a brand new Whole Foods opened up in my neighborhood, and I knew that the starting wage was pretty decent. So I got a job there, working about 20 hours a week, and it was the worst job I ever had in my entire life. Let me just say, the manager watched you like a goddamn hawk every single second. I think that they were recording me in the dishwashing zone, like washing dishes, like microphone-wise, because I would be like talking shit about people very silently, and then they would somehow know. <laughs> it was trippy. It was scary. I hated it. And like these are the type of managers who wanted you to care more about your job than you should actually care. Like, I get it. They're managing the store, but like, come on, I'm working 20 hours a week as a dishwasher. I mean, come on now. How much, how much am I supposed to care? I wanted to quit this job so bad. They had like five o'clock in the morning meetings, like every single month, just all this training, like months after I was hired. One day I pulled in for work. It was about six o'clock in the morning. I pulled into the parking lot. I sat there in my car and I was like, are you really about to go in this motherfucker for eight hours? I threw up the X, boys. Had to get up out of there. I pulled right out of that parking lot, went back home, smoked the bowl, and went to sleep. Hell All right, boys. Hell yeah. Love the podcast. Peace out. <laughs> oh man Hell yeah. uh, that's, great. that's hilarious like by the way I just want everyone to know that we're not telling people you shouldn't work hard and that you should quit your job that's not the message here the message is not about hard work we're all into sweat equity oh, like you did with accounting right what like you did with accounting no but that okay no but that's not what we're talking about I'm saying that the <laughs> I did work hard at that job at those jobs that's true I did um, I just I, meant the quitting part. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you should do that, but it, we're talking about a specific thing where the culture of your job requires more from you than they're paying you for. Yes, and there's like a lie about the fact that like there's upward mobility here, and like everyone knows, like this thing he's washing dishes, like he's probably he's probably just like hey, I just want to, I just want this to be a job, but you're acting like it's a career, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. like, let me just act like this is a job. Right? Right. That's that line where you're like... I used to hire people. Right. If somebody said to me, I'm like, oh, why do you want to work here? If they were like, because I want, I need money. I, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this job as well as I can to remain hired so I keep making money. I'm like, all right, yeah, you're hired. Like, yeah, I don't need to fine. hear some bullshit. I just wish more more places were like that. Mm -hmm. Because it is, it, it's everywhere you work, they take it way more seriously mm -hmm. than... It is. Everyone acts like Whole Foods acts like they're dealing with the nuclear codes, right? When really it's just like you know. Yeah. What, what, what if they were listing? It's very possible those places go like above and beyond right. to make sure that their company culture is at every turn of the store. Right. Even somebody <clears throat> accidentally goes to the back and sees the dishwasher. Right. Anyway, I'm a big Whole Foods mark. So, uh, 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 great story though. I love that. I like just went home, smoked a bowl. Uh, to your notification. <laughs> What's poppin'? It's Jacob Levitt, the BU Beast from BU East <laughs> campus. Uh, 
touched back down in my hometown of Washington, D.C., and the question that I have for the Cal Universe today is, uh, well, we got, uh, we got three shows coming up, three hells, three hells of shows, uh, Money in the Bank, AWE's Money in the Bank, AEW's Double or Nothing, and NJPW's Dominion, respectively. Uh, the thing that I want to know from you guys is which A, show, and B, match are you looking forward to the most personally as an like overall in terms of like ramifications for the future, I'm probably it's probably got a uh, I'm probably tied double or nothing and money in the bank. But specifically for one match, uh, it's got to be uh, Cody and Dustin. I'm so jacked up for that match. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, cheers up to all the Kona medians. Uh, yeah, that's it. Cheers up. Yeah, uh, all the Kona Reeves marks out there. What's up? Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, the the when you talk about this card, I get to see the match I've always wanted to see uh, is uh, AJ Rollins. Yeah, like that's the match I really want to see. I I I'm not expecting fireworks from it because it's just like doesn't feel, it's the title match on the Money in the Bank pay per view, and it's kind of like. It doesn't have a deep feud behind it yet. They're kind of like just starting or whatever. So I don't. I'm not expecting. Not that I know the match is going to be great, mm-hmm. but just seeing those two in the ring is like, that's like a dream for me. Uh, of all the matches, I, th- th- yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to watch Young Bucks uh, versus the Lucha Brothers. Um, it's Lucha Brothers, right? Yeah. I don't know what the Phoenix and. I think I'm calling themselves, but yeah, I'm excited for that because uh, I love watching the Bucks at big events. They really fucking tear the house down. So watching the Bucks, that that match. So yeah, for Money in the Bank, it's that match. It's it's Rollins AJ from from Double or Nothing. It's the Bucks match, and then is rest is uh. Is Jericho wrestling Okada at Dominion? Yeah, or I mean, is, yeah, I think so. Yeah, or Naito again? No, it's Okada, I think. Right. I'm gonna double check that. If and then the, yeah, uh, and then yeah, sick. And then that's and then that. <laughs> so all those equal. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. I hopefully that uh, that Dusty or that Dustin versus Cody match is. Uh, cool and good. I hope it is. That's awesome. That match, I don't. I, I, I love the concept. We'll see what the match is. You know. Uh, cool. Yeah. Let's hear another cash. Just cashing in with some few thoughts on this upcoming Sunday, with WWE acknowledging Seth and Becky now dating each other. They should really be involved in some storylines now. For like the first time ever, you could have the main event picture intertwined with the men's and women's division. And it wouldn't be some sort of novelty item like a mixed match challenge. So, this may never happen. But, what if Charlotte loses a title match on Sunday to Becky? And then later on in the night, as the women's ladder match is about to begin, Charlotte takes out a competitor backstage. And therefore enters and wins the briefcase. And then by some miracle, later on in the night, Andrade wins his briefcase. And all of a sudden, you have... The main event scene between four legitimate threats, two of them are world champions in their division. The other one's uh, Charlotte's pretty much established already, well established. And Andrade with a briefcase win, you know, would be well on his way. And I think with 
Andrade, seeing him with Charlotte on TV would be really interesting. We saw them in the Hall of Fame together. They looked incredible. They looked amazing. So I think Charlotte could take Andrade to the next level. Selena's great and all that, but, you know, Charlotte is next level. So, yeah, that would be something new. That would be something fresh to see. And, um, yeah, either that or Sammy winning the briefcase and keeping it until SummerSlam, cashing it in Canada. That would be scenes, like absolute scenes. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cheers up. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you're just proving my point from earlier that people want to see this. People want to see the relationship stuff yeah. tied in, right? You want that authenticity. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that that what you just booked is kind of nuts. I feel like it wouldn't happen this week, but, I mean, I'd be down for it. Seems fucking cool. Uh, yeah, but I don't think you need Charlotte and Andrade together. They're both doing fine on their own. Like, I don't think they – we. I don't – I, we don't want to package them now, right? <coughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, down the line, I do think it is a cool, cool idea. Anyway, let's do these Patreon shout-outs, okay? And uh, let's get out of here. You can check out get our bonus episode. We're going to talk about the AEW roster, uh, specifically Mike Skills of wrestlers. I watched their promos. I got a lot to say. Probably talk a little more about Game of Thrones in there. Who knows? Uh, you know, the looseness of the bonus episodes. Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling and get access to bonus our bonus content and our, our AEW tribute sticker designed by the very awesome, the official cow artist, Lauren Moran. Um, cool. All right. Hey, let's do Patreon shout outs. What do you say? Let's get some music going in the back here. <laughs> All right. I'm going to shout out every patron right now. Ready? All right. Shout out Aaron Easton, Aaron Whitelaw, Adam Gearhart. You know him, Adam Letterman, a patron of the show, wasn't lying. Adonis Costa, AJ Toy, Alexa, wait, Alex Kasu, uh, Amrit. Some people, they don't, uh, eh, eh, some people have kayfabe names out here too. Andrew Brewster, Andrew Salazar, Arlen Marmel, Asa Klug, uh, Ashley Wickovich. Austin C. Bell, Austin Jones, Ben Axelrad, what up, Ben? Bill Slane, Bjorn Burgum, Brandon James, Brian Finch, Brian Goldchild, Brian Rodriguez, Brian Ross, Charlie Lint, Chris Newman, Chris Therfer Johnson, David Allen, Diego, just Diego, Dominic Rodriguez, Drew Boyd, the only person with a cow tattoo in the world that we know of. Drew Boyd. Drew Fitzpatrick. Drew Reinhardt. Dylan O'Connor. Elizabeth Mahler. Emily Scott. Eric. Just Eric. Aaron Finnerty. Karen. You know. Cow first lady. Aaron Finnerty. All right. Uh, Gary Fugati. Glenn Smith. Grateful today. Just grateful today. Harrison Walliner, Harry, what up? Isaac Riston, Italian guy. So just Italian guy. <laughs> JG, Jack Bielli, Jack Mills, what up, Jerk Mills? Jacob Boland, Jacob Levitt, James Cardarelli, who we just heard in throwing up the X. James, I've mailed stuff to you before, but don't know how to say your name. James Drahalavas. Drahalavas. <laughs> Dope name. 
All right, should we switch up the song? All right, all right, ready? James Hogan, James Madden, James S. Clark, James Sinclair, Jason Barbanel, Jason Ellis, Jason Carr, Jasim Said, J.D. Forslin, Jen Moen, Jennifer. You know Jen? I don't know how to say your last name. Jen Lefsick, Jimmy Carroll, Joaquin. Well, this is the Puerto Rican dream. <laughs> Let me just say the Puerto Rican dream. Joaquin. Uh, oh, I clicked off. Joaquin Pimentel. Jocelyn Hook, Joe Mensack. <laughs> this, <laughs> this version of the Kate song has words in it. Uh, uh, that's Slow Chemical by Finger Eleven. Really? Yeah. Joe the Jawbreaker, John Maxner. What up? John Meekma, John Ball, uh, John Ross, Haynes, John Silva, Jordan Eskenazi, Joseph Kibler, Josh Friedson, Josh Gold, Bubs Gold. Josh Timperley, uh, Jose Rodriguez, JP Alferos, Juan Gonzalez, Justin Barnes, what up? Justin Gray, Justin McKelvey, K- uh, Casey Garrett Ortiz, Kate Kotschwar, Kelly Inzitari, Kevin D- Dynia, Kevin Caprillion, what up? The Caprillion Dollar Man. Kevin Stanley, uh, Lauren Howard, Suplex and Stilettos, Lauren Moran, the official cow artist, Lisa Dennis, Louise Tajirina, Tajirina, I can't pronounce shit. All right, ready? Luke Burgess, Mac Thompson, Marshall Enlow, Enlow, uh, sorry, Matt and Jordan, Matt Kohler, Matt. Pauline Sansi. <laughs> this is fun. Matt Steele, Matthew Harris, Matthew Lewin. I apologize if I messed up your name. I still love you guys. You know that. Matthew Soto, Mike Black, my brother. Thanks for supporting your brother. Mike Carvelli, Michael Olet, Michael um, Michael Volmick, Mike Marsh, Mitch Schlensky, Nate Brooks, Nathan Krieg, Nathan Pierce, Neil Black, my other brother. Uh, Neil Parrish, uh, 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 the official cow beer brewer. Nick Bungay, or Bungay. Nick Surolo. Noah Lanceberger. Noah Lanceberger. Noah. Yo, Patreon does this so annoying. If your name's too long, I gotta scroll over it <laughs> to see your full name. Everybody, have short names, please. Noah Wesley Phillips, Patrick McSweeney, Peter Hoare. Congratulations on the Peter Hoare, Jaboniak on the show, and uh, past guest on the show. His movie is going to be starring Chris Hemsworth and produced by the Russo brothers. The guys who made Endgame, heard of them? Congrats, bro. Phil. Just Phil. Phil. Philip Hollingsworth. Philip Patag. P- Pierre Raboul. Rachel L, Raphael, Richard James Loeza, Riverside Oz, that's R.W. Hellborn's band. Check them out. They got a new album in June, I believe. Check it out. Rob Sabadin, uh, who I believe is an indie, indie wrestler. Rosemary Montoya, Ro- Ross Carter, Ryan Catterson, Scott Shearer, Scott Wyatt, uh, Scotty Wyatt of the Wyatt family, Sean Barlett, Sean Prouty, uh, Sherry Black, my mom, Simon Puckett, S- 
Steven Ahmoudi, Steven Rice, Susan Lloyd, TR, Taylor Corey, Taylor Chrysler, Taylor McRae, Terrible Fucking Tulo, Thomas McGee, Tim, Tony Shadman, Tony Shade, Trevor Risner, Turner Thomas, Vlad Meridian, Xavier Payton, Yuvraj, which I believe is Yuvraj Singh, but didn't write his full name, Zachary Baguette, The Cow, Skyman, Zachary Baker, Zachary Jarrett, and Zachary Treater. Thanks to Broniacs for supporting the podcast. Thank you for Petroniacs uh, for supporting the show and uh, supporting all the things we do here, everybody. Hey, check out the bonus episode right now. And everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.